Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Pastors of Pain County. I'm Father Brian O'Brien, pastor of St. Francis Xavier Catholic Church in wonderful and glorious Stillwater, Oklahoma. And I'm joined by your favorite other pastor of the Red Dirt Riviera, Father Kerry Wakulich. Yay. I feel like I'm uh, like I'm on, on Radio Free Europe in uh, in the back in the day during the Cold War, huddled in a small small yeah. room. Since we were both born in 1975 during the, during the Cuban Missile Crisis, was that in seventy? No, nope. I was in the sixties. Oh, what? Okay. Yep. What about um, World War Two? Was that? Uh, we were here, the uh, gas shortage of the late 70s. Oh, the, the Iran. I, the Iran hostage crisis. Yeah. Yep, yep. We lived in the Cold War. I mean, we lived during the Cold War. It's back, though. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Treaties, treaties are getting axed oh every week, it seems like. Oh, boy. Well, uh, we're, we're not um, we're here to so bring the, up the, the cool most, things. The most exciting thing. So if, you, if, you're, if you're new to the show, uh, you know, so we air on uh, Sunday mornings mm-hmm. uh, here in Stillwater on Pete 94.3 and AM 780. And what's so interesting is like, you know, I've been, I've been Stillwater a year now. You've been here a couple of years. You move around town and people say stuff like, hey, are you on the radio? Like they, and they can't articulate like when or where, but like there's a guy I was talking to. He's like a local attorney and he's, he like does, okay. he like yeah. does some work like on Sunday mornings, like in his office. It's a good time for him to, and he listens to Pete 94.3. And he was like, oh, yeah, I listen to you on the radio all the time. No way. It's like, oh. So we think like people are maybe just getting it through, you know, SoundCloud or. Uh, Paige Scheller didn't even know we had a radio show. Uh, come on. Jeez Louise. A-line I think, design. I think, I think you need to do a better job of it, publicizing. I think Paige Scheller should turn it on in the office at A-line design. And yes. Then, I mean, it's just like a Tell constant loop. A constant loop. But here, is, we, we just, we recently passed a major milestone. Whoa, 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 whoa! Let me guess. Let me um, guess. Let me guess. Major uh, milestone mm, on the on this podcast. Major. What would be a major milestone? Major milestone is so we started this uh, in June of two thousand eight. Give, give me some options. Give me some options because I don't know I what know, you're going to say. I'm not good at that. Give me an A, like B, C. I'm just going to say it. No, we just surpassed ten thousand <laughs> downloads. Cricket. Isn't that fun? I don't know. I don't I, even know what that means. I, that means ten thousand on on uh, on on uh, Apple or Spotify. That ten thousand people, not necessarily individual people, but ten thousand episodes of the show have been downloaded. Is that a lot? I think that's a lot. I don't know. <laughs> it's like when you stand when you Doesn't like. Doesn't that see- seem like a lot? Well. I- I guess I don't know numbers until I see it visually because, like, when when someone I says, "I need to write out ten thousand. That uh, okay? Here's me. Ten. <laughs> okay, here. Does that help? Does ten thousand's a lot, okay, especially yeah. if it's one dollar bills. Well, it's not because we don't make any money. No. Oh. But um, anyway, I just think that's I don't know. I feel like that's like significant. Could you say that people are hungry like a wolf, <laughs> and they're eager to download Maybe. Maybe. this, or they've got excess time on their hands and they want to they want to use the purgatory time now instead of so in purgatory. The other, the other interesting thing, so we have that we use uh, this thing on the podcast. We use this thing called Podbean, which then you you upload it there, and yeah. then it sends it out on on Apple and on Spotify. Okay. And so it also tells you like where people are listening, but only by country. So it has like, like in the I don't know, the last thirty days or something, there's been twelve like twelve hundred or something downloads. And so it says like 
that like 1,190 of them have been in the United States. And then, you ready for this? I wrote it down. Okay, so go excited. ahead, please. Wait, wait, wait. We have, there's one download. Well, you said other in, than the United States. Right. So there's like, uh, there's like 11. Oh, okay, go uh, on. Or excuse me, 13. So we had one in the United Kingdom. What? Are they bored? Shout out to the queen for listening. Thank you. <laughs> we had two in Italy. They have is, to be one si- is Pope Francis, the other is Pope Benedict. Really? Yep. They're listening? Wow. We had two in Ireland. Katie Asko's parents. Which okay, okay, could be. I was thinking or my long lost relatives that I've uh, met. Seamus McFarty, you're We had two <laughs> <laughs> two in Denmark. What? I know a student for- I have Steph. no idea. Steph's and parents then, are from Denmark. And then coming in second place What? With six downloads in the last thirty days. Canada. Oh, Canada. Our home and so anyway, native land. That's so fun. Isn't that fun? Yeah. I learned that song from uh, Guy Edward Lebec. I, I learned it by watching WWF wrestling. Really? When the, uh, the who are those, the Canadian guys? Cross Canadian uh, Ragweed? No. Oh, that's a band. <laughs> My bad. I forget who it was. But Guy Edward Lebec was on Cheers. They would sing. Uh, when these wrestlers would come in the ring, they would sing Oh Canada. I'll have to look that one up. But anyway. Uh, not the British Bulldogs. So actually, people are like, people people are listening. Okay, cool. I just thought that was fun. So anyway, thanks to everyone out there who's listening. We've been on. We've been doing this since June. Um, one request. We want to make one request, right? So we have, between Father Carey and I, we have like a whole list of topics mm-hmm. that we want to discuss. And they're yeah. ranging, wide ranging, and we, we think okay. we're good for... I don't know. We got five years worth of stuff. But if there's something uh, out there that maybe you feel like you loyal listeners want us to <laughs> loyal. to talk about, Good. would you let just let us know? Send us a, a text, an email. Uh, let us know what that what that I, might be. I got a new list, and it includes oh. the stories of Genesis chapters one through. We're 11. just gonna read Genesis. On We're the just air. gonna read. In the, the beginning, beginning was the, the word. word. No, that's, no, that's John. John's gospel. Dang it. What the hell? You just ruined me. Sorry. Yeah, because I, uh, you know, last week, In the beginning, the last week was where a was that formless wasteland? Yeah, well, last week or two weeks ago, we had those readings from Genesis every day of the week, Ooh, and Noah. people asked the question like, "Ooh, Babel! Like, oh, uh, what is a serpent? Yeah, or what is, the is this really a story? Is this a really a story? A true story? Isn't that more of a Bible study? Are we gonna do? We're gonna do a on-air Bible study." Uh, no, maybe it would just be like an explanation of like the different types of, like St. Augustine talks about the different t- ways, uh, onological, onagogical, anagogical, yeah. um, literal, moral, anagogical. Oh, ways of senses yeah, of scripture. Way, yeah, yeah. The four senses okay. of scripture from the catechism too. I could see that. But oh. let's see if people want, like want that, you know, like, is that something when Father Carey says that, did you just fall asleep? In, as you as you were doing your laundry, a hush comes over the or crowd. As you, were, as you were driving, like a three day just, cricket. Did match? you just swerve off the road when when Father Carey started <laughs> talking about that, or did you perk up in your chair and say yes? Jeez, oh Pete, I would more love of to that, hear that. Please. Well, it was probably so. Anyway, let us know if there's something you want to talk about. Okay, you want us to talk about? Oh, maybe. really? And so, how do they get in contact a, with you? No, they can. Yeah, websites, emails, the Twitter, yeah. the Twitter. You know, should we make a Twitter no. feed for pastors? No, of pain? no. Why? Why not? Uh, just well, is you it have, too much to manage? It's too much to manage. Catholic I have a Twitter pokes, account. Catholic you, Pokes, Saint Francis. Why don't you don't even have a personal Twitter account? I know because I don't really care. I only send. It, I only use Twitter to like get stuff out to, to students. Manage. You want me to manage it? 
well, you're good at doing this stuff. But I have a, I have limits. I'm a human being. <laughs> well, when I cut, I bleed. You do what, you, it, it's a friendship of just pure utility. Will you do things for me? <laughs> you're like, building you a house. Oh, ooh. We are building a rectory. It's very exciting. That's that's a whole nother. That, that's that is actually going to be a topic of why we're building a rectory in Stillwater. That's kind of big. Yeah, we're building it for six people. Mm-hmm. And that's making that's making some waves. Uh, people asking questions. Why would you build a rectory for six people? So we're just going to leave you in suspense on that. Yeah, for another topic for another day. Mm-hmm. Um, Father Kerry, Lent starts Wednesday. What? I know. Luckily, we started Exodus ninety a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I've already got my Lent practices in full swing. Oh, good. Yeah. You did a little, a little pre-Lent. We, we pre-gamed Lent. Pre-game Lent. Pre-gaming wow. Lent. It's, it's a- so if you're not aware, uh, the season of Lent starts March 6th, 2019. That's a Tuesday, right? Uh, <laughs> it's a Wednesday. Oh, uh, is Ash day, Wednesday on Wednesday? Is, what day is Ash Wednesday this year? <laughs> what time has Midnight Mass? It's at midnight. When Is, is Ash Wednesday? Is that on a Wednesday this year? Uh-huh. It is, again. Mm-hmm. Always. Again. Always. Free Carbon Wednesday. For the two... Th- for the... 1100th consecutive year <laughs> Ash Wednesday is on a is on a Wednesday 1100th consecutive um, well, but anyway so it's Lent so uh, Father Kerry tell us like we have we have uh, some uh, we obviously have a lot of Catholic listeners we also have some non-Catholic listeners maybe who are a part of another Christian tradition mm-hmm. and so, which some of which do celebrate Lent some of which don't so I was thinking, I heard, I got a, a little note on Facebook the other day from yeah. uh, my high school classmate, Meg Beach. Shout out, Meg Beach, non-Catholic. What? And listening down in uh, Texas. She She's still me friends with you? Well, I mean, <laughs> we went to high school together, so that means we're best friends. Oh. Well, anyway, right. shout out, Meg Beach. Oh. Okay, so what? what is Lent? Okay, Lent. What I, is happening well, here? Okay, remember a couple of weeks ago when we had that story of Noah out on the boat and he's out there f- you know, those 40 days. And so when we begin... I remember. Well, good. When we begin Lent, we begin with this number 40 as kind of the, uh, I would say the starting point, the launching off point. As the prayer says on Ash Wednesday, a campaign of Christian service. That's the opening prayer. That's the opening the prayer to the collect on Ash Wednesday. Oh. We have this campaign of Christian service for the next 40 days of fasting, prayer, almsgiving. These three things that then Jesus says, those are the ways we prepare the way of the Lord and make straight his paths. And so we're going to do that for those 40 days. Do I have to? Uh, Yeah. What if I don't want to? Well, get in line. Bend your will to the will of God. Okay. Uh, That's what I think. It's it's a humbling time. I think I'm going to celebrate Lent this year. Oh, good. So it's it's not, so a couple things that are like stereotypical of, of Lent is it's 40 days. Yes, I have Nacho Libre socks on. I just, Father Kerry, I, w- I wish you could be, I wish you could be here in this studio. So we're sitting here. So Father Kerry sometimes wears, he wears a cassock, uh, which is, if you're not familiar, is a like, long black robe. Man, priest it's a, dress. It's a man dress. Um, so he's sitting here and he, and he puts his leg up on his other leg, you know, to like get comfortable and, and as we have this conversation. <laughs> And he and I'm and I my eyes are immediately drawn to his very colorful socks. And sure enough, Nacho Libre, <laughs> Nacho Libre in luchador gear on one side, Jack Black dressed as a Franciscan friar on the okay. other. Well, anyway, back to the Things forty I days before we got today. distracted. And so forty days, 
uh, that's a, one of the hallmark things. It's, it's a time period set aside for conversion, Ooh. for conversion yep. and penance and fasting and preparing for the Lord's arrival at Easter and also to root out sin. This It's literally a campaign. And when we use the word campaign, we... We, we think we, like politics or, <laughs> or like a... I mean, that's where we use it most frequently, I think, yeah. right? We also use it in military, military jargon. Military, yeah. We say this campaign against ISIS or this campaign against uh, the Taliban or the uh, a campaign to, like we say, uh, maybe a capital campaign. Oh, like a fundraising. Yeah, yeah like okay. we're trying to grow something. Not Ooh. only are we trying to do battle with Ooh. something, which is the enemy and the darkness within our hearts, we're also trying to raise up in ourselves. So wouldn't what what well people some people might say like shouldn't we just be doing that all the time? Like what what where's the wisdom of why why are we only doing that in this one little part of the year? So the day is the year is 365 right. days and so for only for 40 do you care about well, conversion? You you mentioned a uh, a couple months ago uh, on one of our Emmy-winning podcast episodes. <sighs> Yay! Just, you sounded like bacon frying there for a second. Bacon! Appla- <laughs> applauding itself. <laughs> the, uh, you, you said, well, we don't celebrate Christmas all the time. And then uh, we have these big seasons of ordinary time. And then we don't celebrate, we don't go through the Advent fast either all the time. There are these times in the year, as you mentioned, that we go through these penitential seasons. Uh, for conversion in preparation for something greater, to make room for the Lord in our lives so that it's not just like a one-and-done event, but it builds, a, it builds a habit of doing this. You know, we should be f- fasting on Fridays throughout the year. It shouldn't be like when Lent shows up, it's like, oh, i got to give up burgers now. You know, th- there should be a life of fasting throughout the year, and this is a continuation of it. Um, but this is a, maybe at an, an increased uh, intensity of that, yeah. Of that prayer fasting. So it's not as if, oh man, it's Lent now. I have to pray. Like <laughs> no, you should be praying, praying every day. Oh, now it's Lent. I have to give money to the poor. Ugh. You know? Yeah. No. Okay, that should be a regular part of our life. But for this period, it is. It's. It's. It's an intensity. It's a. It's a preparation. And if you look at, I. I like to look at it in terms. Of, well, one in terms of, like there are. There are seasons of life, right? There are even seasons in the course of a year. We have winter and spring and summer and fall. Like, and, and with those come a certain change. Yeah. And that's actually, and it's good for us. If it were just, I mean, Partying. you might say like, wow, it would be so great if it were just 72 and sunny all year round, all the time. Okay, and there's something to that. But, but doesn't like the cold of winter, you know, here we are yeah. in March, <laughs> doesn't the cold of winter... Like, make you appreciate, uh, or, or or that that something you know that in the in nature like that something needs to lie dormant, mm-hmm. so that when spring comes around it can it can blossom and that yeah. happens in yeah. with our faith as well. Precisely, I agree. This, this period of preparation. Yeah. So we we have that forty days. We have set aside things to fast, and then and then we do something really weird to kick all this stuff off. Guess what we do? Dirt on our heads. Yes, free carbon Wednesday, which carbon is the basis of life. You know, when you look at stars, it's like what is it? Hydrogen, helium, and and carbon. So those basic structures of life. 
and, and so, okay, tell the people, maybe people don't know, where do we get ashes from? So, yeah, so if you... And why? Why do we do ashes? So when you go, when you come to Mass, oh, I guess, I guess a couple things. When you come to Mass on Ash Wednesday, which, by the way, everyone is invited to. I mean, every, everyone's invited to every Mass. But um, Ash Wednesday especially um, is, just, is a wonderful day, and it's a very popular day. Um, people will come out of the woodwork. What's very interesting, and this is not, I'm not trying to make an excuse for you to not come, but Ash Wednesday is actually not a holy day of obligation. Did you say that? I did. It's not. But everyone kind of treats it like it is, which is, I mean, that's fine with me. But just so you, just, this is just a little aside, a small rant, and that is when we actually do have a holy day of obligation, like it, people don't make as big a deal about it as they do Ash Wednesday, right? Yeah. But we should, right? Those, those holy days are, are meant for our, for our good and to... Precisely. Okay, anyway. So when you come to Mass on Ash Wednesday, uh, what time are your Masses? Do you know? Mine are 12, 15, 5, 15, and 9 p.m., I think. I'm pretty darn sure. That's what they are. Twelve fifteen. We're we're both like looking at our. Uh, okay, we don't want <coughs> we don't yeah. want to get this wrong. Uh, Twelve fifteen, Ash Wednesday Mass, five p.m. and nine p.m. Uh, candle Mass. Ooh, nice. Okay, and we're doing at St. Francis Xavier seven a.m. Ooh, twelve ten, <coughs> five thirty, <gasps> and seven thirty in Spanish. In Espanol. See. Si. Okay, so when you come to Mass on Ash Wednesday, um, it, it's, it's Mass as usual. It's a regular Mass. There's readings. Um, there, the Eucharist will be celebrated. But then there's something very special that happens, and that is we take, literally, ashes. Now, where do these ashes come from? They come from burnt palms. So at the end of the season of Lent, we get into Holy Week. <laughs> The, the start of Holy Week is something called Palm Sunday. On Palm Sunday, when you come to church, you get, everyone's given a palm. Yeah. A, a, I, I'm, I'm, I'm making the gesture <laughs> of a palm. I thought you were extending an antenna. Which none of you can see. <laughs> so this is, everyone, look, palms. Okay. So you get a palm. When those, those palms, the ones that are extra or the ones that are then returned, yeah. those are then burned and those become the ashes. So you come to Mass. There comes a point at which the, the priest will say, and now it's time for ashes, right? Yeah. And so then you come forward. And here's what, here's what I think is, is awesome, and especially for many of maybe our non-Catholic listeners. Everyone who wants to can come up and receive ashes. You need not even be baptized. Free carbon. Everyone can come up. So when I, w- I loved it. When I was at Bishop Kelly High School yeah. and we'd have Ash Wednesday Mass, you know, the school was about 70-30 Catholic, non-Catholic. Um, and I would, I would say that, like, everyone can come up and, like, people would be like, what? Really? Like, because they're <laughs> used to not coming up for communion. Yeah. And so we'd have, you know, I mean, like a, a Muslim kid, like, receiving ashes, you know? And hashtag, like, hashtag. Hashtag, hashtag, <laughs> exactly. Um, so anyway, when you come to Mass, everyone can receive. And so what's going to happen is you're going to walk up and the priest or the deacon or the minister is going to basically dip their thumb into a small bowl of ashes uh-huh. and they're going to make a big, hopefully big cross mm-hmm. on your forehead. Yeah. And they're going to say something. They're going to say, remember you are dust and to dust 
you shall return. That's a pretty significant statement. That's a, a, a theological statement that basically says, I'm paraphrasing now, you are going to die. So you think, wow, well, that'll, that's a great message. Well, it's an important message because it's true. <laughs> if we were to say, D- don't worry about you, don't worry about what your life now. You don't need conversion because you're going to live forever, <laughs> right? But it's not true. You're going to die, not. and when we die, we're going to meet judgment. All right. So what are you doing with your life? What do you? How are you living your life? That's what Lent is a meant as a is a wake up call, looking at your life and saying, where am I falling short? In my in my prayer, is my prayer as strong as it can be? Preach it, brother. Is my is my alms giving, my generosity, is it where it should be? Uh-huh. And in in terms of fasting, am I tied to certain things that? Am I addicted to something? Am I? I don't know the best way to say it, but like what you know? Am I tied to something not of this world? That's tying me to this world. When in fact I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Do, do uh, Saint Paul always? You know, when he writes about, it, he says like, "Lust of the," and then fill in the blank. He'll write, "Lust of the flesh, lust of the food." Oh, lust yeah. of so power. Lust, yeah, lust, not just not just sexual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes we just think lust is just a sexual passion, but it's it, Saint Paul when he writes about it. He says, "Lust of the flesh, lust of power, lust of money, lust of jealousy, lust of you know greed and envy." What has really like in a way like sunk its talons into us and so Lent, like you're talking about is a great opportunity just to stop and if we're not you know taking stock of our life these next 40 days are a good opportunity why the forehead i look I actually looked this up Ooh. I, I didn't do you know the uh i'm gonna i'm gonna go with some i'm gonna go with some options he's uh, guessing i have uh, a piece of paper in the front ta- of me that the says. towel cross from the old testament the mark of the cross on the forehead uh in the prophets Yes, I think it's in Ezekiel. That sounds good. Okay, um, there is also it's a uh, it's a visible sign of an in, uh, a visible an invisible Ooh. conversion Ooh. going on. Ooh, uh, so we mark. And you got to walk around with it all day. Yeah, I so, make, I make my be, ashes. You, you call all you college students out there. You're probably like, oh sweet, I'm gonna just go. To, I'm just gonna go at nine p.m. So no one will ever see me. But the people, the people at the seven a.m. mass. All day, baby. You're going to have those ashes on your head. People are going to come up to you and say, hey, excuse me, um, you have something on your forehead? Yeah. My favorite, though, on Ash Wednesday is to see uh, which people, uh, which Catholics are like on television. Like I, I always remember uh, like Digger Phelps, who's an ESPN yeah. uh, basketball guy. Every year he... There's usually like a game that night that he's broadcasting, and there he is on with, national television with the ashes on his forehead. There was a, a, a young man. He was at work in Varsity Review a couple of years ago, and he looked across, and he saw this girl with ashes on his forehead on her forehead and was like, oh, I my marry, gosh, she's I Catholic too. <laughs> and so they started dating. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. See, people, I mean, that's not why you get ashes, but you could meet. It that, helps. <laughs> you could meet that special someone. Okay, I'm going to throw some scripture. So um, the that that in in scripture the the mark the mark on the forehead um is a symbol of of ownership all right and so when we have our foreheads marked with the sign of the cross it's a sign that we belong to Jesus Christ who died on the cross so we're not just smudging stuff on it we're putting a, we're putting a cross on your forehead okay so some scripture okay 
Romans 6. This is an imitation of the spiritual... Uh, oh, let me back up. Re- Revelation 7. Do not harm the earth or the sea or the trees till we have sealed the servants of our God upon their foreheads. Ooh. Revelation 9. The demon locusts were told not to harm the grass of the earth or any green growth of any tree, but only those of mankind who have not the seal of God upon their foreheads. Revelation 14. Whoa. Then I looked... And lo, on Mount Zion stood the Lamb, and with him 144,000 who had his name and his father's name written on, on their, their foreheads. foreheads. Oh. So anyway, there's some good stuff. There's some good stuff. There's a lot more to that. Um, but anyway, it's, it's very, very biblical. Yeah. Um, even though the practice actually didn't come about until like the 900s, like Ash Wednesday as we know it uh, was not something that... Jesus celebrated. We don't. We don't have a scripture of. And then Jesus put ashes on their forehead. Yeah. We don't have that, right? So it's a it's a it's a tradition that has made its way up through the history of the church, starting about the 900s. Uh, but it's just it's such just such a wonderful, um, stark reminder that you're going to die. Yeah. In in the Eastern Catholic Church, it doesn't start with ashes. It doesn't start with Ash Wednesday, even though it's part of the Catholic Church. What do they start the, with? The Latin Church. <laughs> The Byzantine Church uh, typically starts with. You ready for this? I'm ready. Tell me. Meat Fair Sunday. Meat? They they put meat on your forehead? Yeah. It start. It's it started actually February 24th, so last week. And then Cheese Fair is the third of March. And so this there's these things that begin of like of complete absence from meat, cheese. Dairy, things like that. And so it starts that's, two weeks. That's fasting, baby. It starts two weeks before the, the great, what they call the great <laughs> fast of, of Lent. It, so um, March, um, it starts, as, you know, the same day, yeah. Wednesday. But then these, yeah. there's all these preparatory things. Because, you know, in the, in the Slavic world, you don't have palms. You don't have palm trees. Uh-huh. So there are branches, like on Palm Sunday. Oh, missing out. They like, need to come to Oklahoma where uh, palm, palm trees are so plentiful. Yeah. There was a time when people no. used to, uh, used to, you know, in the like the 60s and 70s would like, oh, the Byzantine churches should have palms too. I was like, uh, no, pass. No. So it, it is a whole Catholic thing. The Orthodox don't, you know, they're on uh, what the Julian calendar, so they're... Easter is different than ours, but you know Passover and Good Friday are always on the same day too. So let's uh, let, let's we'll kind of close with this, uh, and that is uh, Lent is coming, and so do not do not be caught off guard. Um, don't suddenly on the first Sunday of Lent say, "Oh my gosh, it's Lent." Um, so make a plan yeah. as you're listening to this. Make a plan. What what are you going to do during Lent? Um, that's that's doable, but hard. Don't give up chocolate. Yeah. Oh, and don't give up mortal sin. I, you know, this Lent, I'm going to stop, like, <laughs> slashing people's I'm going to stop swearing. Tar- I'm going to stop slashing and people's And then on tar- Easter, I'm going to go into a profanity-laced tirade. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, yes, give up. Slashing give people's up, tires give and cussing. Up sin, yes, yes. I mean, so if the, especially if there's a major a major sin in your life, maybe this Lent, you dive you dive deep on that. Where is that coming from? Where is that, you know? Yeah. And and then do the opposite, right? So if your sin is is pride, um, then then maybe you ought to spend your time in in service to others where you're not at the center of it. Yeah, or picking up trash on the side of the road. Yeah, do something unprideful. Walk through your neighborhood and pick up trash and pray the rosary. 
yeah. and use that as humble penance, Ooh. conversion of life. You're Ooh. doing two things. You're in you're, sackcloth and ashes. <laughs> that would be. Amazing. Yeah. So there's some great things we we can do. You know, Exodus 90 is a, a good thing, or you can do Exodus 40. You can just pick it up now yep. and, and keep going through. I don't encourage cold showers because then, you know, Easter Sunday, everybody's like, ah, 10 hour hot shower. You know, uh, I've had friends. Moderation. Yeah. Moderation. I've had friends that just like ate cold food. And you're like, how do you just eat cold food? Yeah. Well, they would make their dinner or they'd go out to a restaurant and they would just look at it or they would talk and socialize and allow their food to cool down. Or, you know, they, you know, they only, they didn't drink sodas or, you know, that, you know, they made like do big, something hard, big, big, do fast. something hard, do something that's, that's <clears throat> hard. That's going to be good for your relationship with God. And then here's the key. Don't tell anyone. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Don't make your penance our penance too yeah 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 <laughs> don't tell anyone don't tell anyone keep it to yourself between you and the lord mm-hmm. so amen brother it is lent people we're Booyah. there we're there um make it a great one Repent. so that when you get to easter sunday 40 plus days from now um that you are in a deeper relationship with jesus christ than you were when this campaign began amen brother that's all our time that's we're it. very grateful for all of you listening let us know about some topics maybe that you want to that you yeah. want to want us to get to and uh we love you repent come to still water and repent god bless